0: Welcome back to Hitchcock Chronologically, the show where I, Jeff, go through every single one of Alfred Hitchcock's movies, and I do it in chronological order, and I'm doing it 52 times. And I've watched how many? I, a lot of movies, okay? And I, I listen, I'm, I'm reaching the end of my rope. This is too much. So, I, I got Elliot here. Hey, Elliot.
1: How's it going, Jeff?
0: You're not getting any ceremony, okay? If you want to listen to his podcast, you know where they are. There you it's go. Tess and Elliot argue, and the Gaming Nexus show. Wherever you get your podcast, look in the descriptions. We don't have time for any of your baloney this week.
1: Fantastic. That's Yeah, a no-nonsense episode. That's what I'm here for.
0: Yes, good. Because we watched Torn Curtain, okay, from 1966, starring Paul Newman, who has some of my favorite salad dressings.
1: Oh, yeah. favorite Good pizzas, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, can
1: eat a lot of eggs. He, he wins in all hard-boiled... Egg eating contest. What? Cool Hand Luke. It's a Cool. Hand oh Luke yes, reference. that's
0: true. Right. Sorry, I don't know why that didn't click. Because the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, I need to rewatch Cool this Hand Luke. Is,
1: I thought the same thing. I literally thought the same thing. I like, I was like, where can I find this for free? I really want to watch Cool Hand Luke after this. Yeah, I actually he... did a lot of like looking up like when this movie came out in relation to some of his other movies. Same. with yeah. The other actress, the other lead. I was like, oh, when Julie did this Andrews. come out? Yeah, Julie Andrews. It, in correlation, because, like, um, Sound of Music came out, like, the year before this.
0: What about um, Poppins?
1: Oh, I didn't look at Pop. That's a good one, too, to, to see where it comes out. But, th- like like I said, Sound of Music was literally the year before this.
0: There's a pretty good cast here. Uh, I've only ever seen, the only other Paul Newman movie I know off top that I have seen is Cool Hand Luke. Um, which is probably oh. his most popular one.
1: Yeah. The Sting, it, he's really good in that. See,
0: I haven't seen these, but I oh, I, I, good. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed him in this movie. I think he's wonderful. Uh, and, and Julie Andrews, who most notably is Mary Poppins. Uh, I mean, Sound of Music, be whatever, as popular as it is, it's no Mary Poppins.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that. It's definitely no Mary Poppins.
0: And uh, so this kind of actually starts, and I believe next week as well, with uh, Topaz is... There was a, in the 30s, um, there was a lot of movies, and even into the 40s, based around World War II and dealing with Germany and the spies and all that stuff. Well, now we're into the Cold War, and the missile crisis, the Cuban Missile Crisis, has just happened a few years before. And that's what this movie is is the stage is set. Um, You know, Germany is part of it, but Germany is really kind of run by Russia. At least East Germany is right. And uh, I'm no historian, but that's my understanding. Now, have you ever seen a movie with Val Kilmer called Top Secret?
1: I have not. I am Uh, familiar with it, though, but not. I have not. No.
0: Yeah. It's his first ever role. It's one of my favorite movies. I absolutely love it. And it's a it's a what do you call a slapstick comedy? Think of Naked Gun. Uh, you know stuff like that but i believe now that i've seen this that it directly parodies this movie um that it's set in the same time frame there's a lot of scenes that are very similar and i or at least it pulls significantly from torn curtain as its inspiration but that's that's your homework for this evening go and watch top secret it's very enjoyable now this movie is um what just what are your general thoughts you've watched it you've watched two other I, movies
1: well I've actually so I watched the birds with Tessa because uh-huh. she was on that one and I enjoyed the birds more or less uh, I also tried to watch Marnie i it was a little too much for me I went to be, my my bedtime's ten o'clock so like ten o five hit and I was like I'm out of here. Good night. Uh, have fun watching the rest of this. Well, you didn't miss anything, no. other than misogyny
0: and just
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, for the ones that I I reviewed with you, I think this is probably my third favorite. Right? I, I think okay. North by Northwest is probably my favorite Hitchcock mm-hmm. movie. Um, then Psycho, then then probably this Turn and then probably The Birds. Yeah, and the I birds... like The Birds. I, I like kind of the cinematography. I like the look of of the birds a lot. Yeah, like the, you know.
0: There are things to like about the birds, but there are a lot of things to not like. I, and yeah. I don't want to, I'm not retracing those steps today. However, um, so, in my just general opinion, this is uh, one of those movies that feels like two films.
1: Yeah. It, it, I, you know, really overall, there. I had three scenes in particular that I really dug out of this movie. Right. And everything else I could kind of take or leave. Um, like Julie Andrews' character, for instance, I think is completely as an actress, she's completely misused in this role. She's yeah. given nothing, right? In I this agree. Movie. Absolutely nothing. It, this is a Paul Newman vehicle. I think Paul Newman's character was fantastic. I thought he played him very well. Um, but it's ri- it's basically about him and everything else. You know, like so Julie Andrews, and she's missing for a very large chunk of this.
0: Yeah, she's barely in it, and um, and I think that's just Hitchcock being. You know, I yeah, don't know. I think he doesn't right. know how to do romance. And at least this romance is established, so he doesn't have to try to pretend to know how to write one.
1: Yeah, well, and I think they did a good job of establishing their relationship, right? Like, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning, it's established. They're basically, they are engaged, so you don't have to worry about, like, do they love each other, do they not? Right. The only part of the relationship that I was ever, like, questioning was, like, her, like, sticking by him throughout the whole movie. I, I like, think
0: it's done well though I think yeah, like
1: I was a little confused I was a little confused by it I was just like ah why would you stick with it and then later as the film progresses she's like how could you do this yeah she's like, on the fence okay. very
0: much but then when she's actually presented with the opportunity of uh, we're okay let's get into the plot yeah because yeah, yeah. um our two uh leads here Julie Andrews and Paul Newman are are a professor and an assistant. Uh, he is Professor Michael Armstrong, who's like a, a scientist, physicist. a physicist.
1: He, a rocket science.
0: Yeah. And he helps make missiles and all this other stuff. Sarah Sherman, Julie Andrews, is his uh, assistant, but they're also uh, engaged. Engaged, yeah. Fiance and fiance together. Um, and we... There's a lot of like them laying in bed and kissing. In the beginning, and, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Paul Newman gets a book and there's something very fishy going on with this book, and he doesn't want Julie Andrews to see it or anything. And uh, But uh, you come to find out that this book has a secret message in it. Certain things are underlined, code, you know, just a secret message being passed to Paul Newman, and you you find out that Paul Newman never wanted Julie Andrews character on this trip right? and you can find. Yeah. And it turns out it's because he has another trip he's going to take. And he says, where does he say he's going? Stockholm, um, Stockholm Sweden, but he's actually yeah. going to East Berlin, which is behind the iron curtain because it's the, the Berlin wall and, uh, as I say East Berlin, East Germany, it's behind, yeah, it's,
1: but it's in Berlin. He, they, they go to Berlin. Cause once they get to Berlin, then they drive out to like actual like Germany, Germany.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so it's behind the Iron Curtain. Of course this, if you're not a historian and I'm not certainly, but this is during the cold war, which was mostly just the U S and Russia just on the brink yeah. of blowing everything up. And the up.
1: Berlin wall was still up, right? That was, yeah, like because one of the, that yeah.
0: didn't go down till the eighties. Right. Um, so this is very much a tense time, and uh, if you want to look up the Cuban Missile Crisis uh, to kind of give you an idea of what's happening, there's a great uh, do go on is do go on to the episode on it. I believe yeah, they, they did. They have. Yeah. Um, you could go look at that. It's fantastic. Um. Now, he essentially has a turncoat now.
1: Yeah, he's defected, right?
0: And I really like his reasoning so
1: it was fantastic he... yeah it was great yeah right he his he's a rocket scientist mm-hmm. and they were apparently developing a program to shoot down nuclear missiles the US great. right yeah so and he... they they stopped oh. right they they the he claims the funding didn't go through and so they, they stopped and he was upset about that so he's defecting to essentially do the same thing in Germany with the top guy in that field
0: Yes. And and I like the the thing is that he's trying and his motive and his reason for defecting is, is he wants to create this missile that essentially will make nuclear war a thing of the past. Yeah. And if you're an American or you're German and, and, and he's saying what I'm trying to do is stop nuclear war, he's not defecting to Germany uh, to line up with, um, you they know, the Germans win. Right, or, Russians, or yeah. because he's actually a communist or anything like that. He's doing it because he believes that this missile needs to be made to just stop nuclear war. I think that motive is brilliant because it still allows him to kind of be the good guy, but also be this traitor. Um,
1: yeah, and I'm sure at the time that this was made, it was not, the, you know what I mean? I, I'm sure people weren't like, oh, I can kind of see it. Because oh, I'm assuming yeah. in the in '66 that this was still very much a a thing. Yeah, there was you know
0: uh, if you go back and and this was probably back even earlier, but like before television, the radio programs would have like ads. Do you know someone who's a communist? Yeah. Call yeah. now. You know, yeah. like it, being a communist was the worst thing you could be. So certainly, I don't think. In the eyes of the people of the 60s, this was considered a nuanced approach. But for me, I found it like, you know, you go with the team that's willing to stop nuclear war.
1: Did you believe him? Did you believe that this was what his true motive was? Uh, hmm. I don't think I did because I was like, nah. there's got to be more to it than this.
0: I, I think I did because of the fact that his motivation was to stop nuclear war that's okay. still to me like a heroic effort sure. regardless of what team you're on and i think i was okay with that but they, but you find out that he's actually a double agent he's he's been sent because um, he came because of the pretense that he's already developed this missile he has the formulas but the he's not able to get the funding he wants right but what's really happening there's a, do- a professor by the name of professor lint who is hilarious I love it. Yes.
1: Him. It's so stereotypical, like German scientist with the pipe and everything. He's the great. The hair, the beard.
0: And he doesn't have time for anyone's crap. He's great. Yeah. And he's all you do is yep, 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 yep. He's just fun loving, wonderful character. Yeah. Gustav. Uh, he yeah, is very German. Also extremely close to developing this anti missile, or has already. And so actually, Paul Newman is here to not develop this idea for missiles, but rather to steal the idea from the Germans and bring it back home to the U.S.
1: Yeah. Now, Andrews. Julie
0: Julie Andrews is tagged along, uh, and she shouldn't have. Uh, right, but because she,
1: he tells her, oh, I'm going to Stockholm. She discovers that he's not going to Stockholm, but Germany, so she changes her plane ticket to Germany as well, sneaks aboard the same flight. Now she's there, too. So now the problem for Paul Newman is when he's ready to leave, once he has you know, the formula, it's not just getting him out of Germany, it's now getting him and Sarah out.
0: Right. And the other part is is that she doesn't know that he's a double agent. Uh, they go to like a press conference, and he announces that he's defected to Germany. He's here to develop these missiles, and he, he doesn't like that his country wasn't going to support him, so he's, he's a turncoat. And it's, in her eyes, she's like, He's a turncoat. I can't believe he's doing this, and yet she's still in love with the man she knows, and she's trying to debate whether she's staying or going, to varying degrees of success.
1: And I, yeah, I don't. I, i like I said, I struggled with her reasoning for staying the whole time because he's constantly like, "Will you just leave?" Right? He gives her the. He's very cold to her. And there's a the whole time, a, and she just is like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll get, I'll warm that cold heart of his.
0: Well, and I think he's doing it as a way to just get the hell out of here. He knows how much danger she's in by yeah. being there. Uh, the, so they have this whole thing, and as they're leaving this press conference, he gets, he falls down the stairs, but he's tripped. Right N- now, um, it's hilarious, and it looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, the special <laughs> effect. Yeah. And, but he's been tripped by one of his co-conspirators for a a outfit called the pie and their symbol is the pie symbol. And she kind of gives him some intel and he's like, yeah, I didn't know she was going to come. So they've had to work out how to get two people extracted as opposed to one. And he spends this time with his shirt open. Yes. which I found hilarious. <laughs> Tessa made
1: the reference of uh, Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. Oh, yes. She goes, "This is the original." cuz it's it's that scene where he's like laying down with his shirt unbuttoned and like the door opens. It's ju- it's it's straight out of Jurassic Park. Yeah, well, Jurassic Park is straight out of that, but
0: Yeah, there you go. It's it's great. And Paul Newman is excellent uh here, but his best work is yet to come. Uh so he has to go meet up at the farm. Now you texted me before I watched this. And I you said, did,
1: and I I kind of regret it now because well, so when I I sent you the text after I had just finished it, saying, "Man, that farm scene, super intense." Yeah, and and so with that knowledge, when you got to the farm, what were you, were you like? I was for this I was yeah.
0: ready. I when he walked into the farm, I'm like, "Okay, here we go." I don't know what this is. I don't know if if it's a shower scene or a crop duster scene. I don't know what we're getting. Uh, but I was excited and, um, but we'll get to the, what, what happens. So he draws a pie. Now he's been followed by his, he the security tail, guy, essentially. Yeah. It's, uh, under, so this guy's like his security, right? He's actually yeah, there Carmen, to be, yeah. Oh, yeah. and this character is so good.
1: Oh, the leather jacket, the long leather jacket, it, the, the smoking, the, the American references that he uses, right though. The character is fantastic. You're totally right. He, like he's
0: played by Wolfgang Keiling or Keeling, maybe. Oh my gosh. He is perfect. Like perfect performance of this totally in control, sort of mobby type character. And he's he's German and he just is excellent. And yeah. so at this farmhouse, again, Paul Newman is meeting more people of the team of Pi. And Gromag finds the the symbol he's drawn in the ground and he realizes that Paul Newman is a double agent. And so he's getting ready to call whoever, you know, the cops and say, hey, this guy's actually a double agent. Well, there's a woman here and she's great too. She throws a
1: pot of soup or something. She doesn't speak any English, right? She doesn't speak any English. So Paul Newman doesn't speak any German. But they're on the same team, essentially.
0: Yeah, and they, uh, I love this scene. It it is the best scene in the film. Um, Because Paul Newman, after this pot of hot soup is thrown at poor Gromack. uh, How how, how do I say his name here? Uh, Gromack. Yeah, Gromack.
1: Yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh,
0: Paul Newman grabs him in a headlock and... (laughs) Gromek is still talking smack like he could get out. He basically, I can but get out can, of this. But right?
1: like he can, right? Because like Paul Newman is a scientist, so he is kind of weak. And I kind of got that, right? I kind of understood, like, oh, Paul Newman is Paul Newman, but like he's a scientist, so he doesn't lift. He's not strong. This guy's job is literally to... I don't know. You know did you see him with his, his shirt on. off? I did. He's but, very fit man. But it's interesting because Paul Newman's character, uh, Michael, took a cab there. And so Paul Newman and this woman are trying to take down Gromek quietly so that it doesn't like alert the taxi cab driver. So like there, there's this struggle and there's no music playing, which is helps build like that aesthetic as they're like struggling to take this guy on.
0: Yeah. And she grabs a knife and she just kind of slowly. And this is where I'm like, Gromek is full of it because I'm like, he, the whole time, I can get out of this, my friend. I'll get out of this in yeah. a moment. And the whole time, she's walking toward him with a knife going to kill him. He's like, yes, tell her to stop. I don't want to have to get out of this and hurt you. He's full of it, man. Yeah,
1: it's so good. <laughs> because, like, she tries to pick up the gun, but then she's like, oh, the taxi guy. will here, I'll grab yeah. the knife. And so she grabs a big, like, uh, like. Butcher knife, butcher knife. Yeah, A la
0: yeah. Norman Bates.
1: Yeah, and, and, and like stabs at him, breaks the knife, breaks off the tip. They're struggling on the ground. It, it's it's so it's intense. It's really intense. Like I said, there's no music that plays, mm-hmm. so it just kind of like builds on it, and you just like see these three people struggling. She grabs the the shovel and hits him in the the foot. The right? Ca- yeah. 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 And, and like for a 2nd like they drag over to the oven. Oh, it's brutal! It's brutal. It's and brutal.
0: They turn so she, being the brains of the operation, turns on the gas on the oven and bring and they struggle to bring Gomek Gormek over to the oven. And as his head's in there, he dies slowly, and you could tell like this is where Paul Newman really shines. Yeah, is that he's just not even trying to watch. He's not trying to see what's happening. It's almost like when you have to take some stinky medicine and you pinch yeah, your nose and good. you just do yeah, just everything do you can to just yeah. get it over with. That's what he does here. And it's excellent.
1: Yeah. The the whole that whole scene, like I said, it, it I was so hopeful after that. I was like, yeah. damn, I, I we were in for a treat because this is crazy good. Yes. Yeah. The, the whole part of it, the way it's filmed. Like I said, everything about it. You're like, man, I'm in it now, man. Like this is it's only going to get more intense after this. Because this is like a half hour, forty five minutes into a two hour movie, right? Like, yeah. All right. Now it's picking eight up. Minutes. Now yeah. stuff is going to happen. Because beforehand, it really hasn't. The, the movie has progressed story wise. I mean, every scene has kind of progressed the story further. I think and the further. first half, but it's or forty slow. minutes or
0: whatever, are pretty good though. Like I did I, I think I, so
1: too. But like, I like the characters
0: happens. enough. Paul Newman is engaging enough when he's on screen that I am okay with. And and I think too with movies. Your first bit of the movie, you get sort of like the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah, you, I'm going to let the you. movie do its thing, and then they either you know fulfill the promise or they don't. So after this scene, though, this is definitely the best part, and yep. it doesn't get better. Um, it there are still some good things. Uh, this is after this is when you start to get uh, uh Professor Lint, who's great. Um, but it kind of like becomes muddled in my brain. Like all the scenes I really remember.
1: Yeah. Everything just kind of meshes together. Right. Yeah. I, I completely agree. So they bury grow. Well, the lady Grom. Yeah. He leaves it up
0: motorcycle. to her. <laughs> She's great. We'll b- b- bury a dude and a motorcycle
1: and the motorcycle he came in on. It's all good. Um, so he goes back and then that's when they actually go to, uh, is it Leipzig? to to the actual university yeah
0: and and so they're gonna have a a screening an interview if you will which makes me wonder like if you didn't already know this guy was qualified why are you bringing him in having a press conference yeah yeah um well they bring him in and they're gonna do the interview but it the cab driver that took him out to the farm sees that this guy is missing in the newspaper or whatever, and he basically sells out Paul Newman. says that he was at this farm. I know he was there, so you're missing, guy. Something to do with Paul Newman.
1: Yeah.
0: So this is going to stop the interview process because they don't trust him anymore, and they don't want him to get any information about what's going on from their scientists. Yeah. Well, they say. Well, what about the woman? She she she's worked the
1: assistant. On... Yeah, she should know.
0: She was there for all the tests, and they bring her in and they try to get her to talk, but she has uh, a pretty good moral compass because she's like, you know what? No, but I'm can... not telling you anything.
1: At I'm not point, here. At this point, this is like the th- she's had like three or four chances to leave. Yeah, and she's and, been like, I'm staying because I love you, and but I'm she... also not going to help you.
0: But. So, yeah, and then there's like early on in the movie, they're like, do you want her to stay or go? And then he says, well, it's up to her. And then she says, it's almost like when you're trying to find out what you want to eat for dinner with your yes. spouse. It's, it, yeah. it's like, well, what do you want me to do? Well, it's up to you. But he clearly wants her to go home.
1: Right. But I think, I think he's playing <laughs> the part, right, where he's like, well, I love her. And like, yeah, if I was really defecting, I would want her to stay. But I also want it to be her choice. Right, because even in that like interview scene, you can see Paul like it cuts back to Paul Newman where like they ask her like, "Well, what happened with like the Gamma Five tests?" And Paul Newman, you can see in his eyes where he's like, "Shut up! Don't say anything to them! Like, mm-hmm. don't blow this, Sarah." But she still doesn't know that that he's like a double agent. She still doesn't right. realize like he's here on to help, not to hurt. So he's like, "Oh, don't blow this." And then again, like you said, her self-conscious kind of kicks in, and she just like is like I can't I can't do this I don't know how you can and just kind of leaves
0: yeah she leaves and so there's this other dumpy guy that's always around I don't know his name yeah he's Um, like
1: the he's like the he was with Paul he was with Michael and Sarah at the conference on that boat so he's not really like the handler he's like the translator friend kind of
0: it's not Gerhard I
1: don't know his name I don't know his Um, name either but, but he's, he's kind of always there. And he's kind of like the third character in this, really. He probably has the third most screen time yeah. um, of anybody else.
0: Yeah, I think so. And so she goes running off, and they're all trying to talk her into it. And Paul Newman says, just let me talk to her. And they go up on this hill, and that it's a nice for, shot.
1: Oh, really? Because I thought it looked so state like It just looks so fake, just the landscape. Yeah. And it took me out, cause I, and I know it's a product of the time. But for me, well, I kind of liked that really stuff,
0: like, whereas that's what I liked about it was yeah. it felt what you vintage. liked
1: was what I was like, uh, this is yeah, taking me out of it. It's kind of like trees it, were we so talk, plasticky.
0: Yeah. I, but it's kind of like what we talked about with the cars when yeah, they're in the car and you, you get the rear projection and we're like, ah, you know, I kind of like that. I kind of liked it. Um, I, get, I get your feeling. I get you. I can also say, yeah, I mean, if this showed up in a movie today, we'd be like, Bleh.
1: right. Yeah. yeah. Not, not on he, purpose this is a
0: great scene and this is really the only time Julie Andrews gets to do any serious acting. And I think she does fantastic where they're talking and you can tell it's all, you don't get to hear it, but he essentially tells her, Hey, I'm actually a double agent dear. And I'm not, I'm not selling out. I'm trying to get information to bring back to the U S and they pan to her face and she's glowing. She's so excited that her husband or her fiance isn't this, uh you know traitor Human that she garbage. thinks he is yeah. yeah and it's a great scene uh and so they they're back to working together they go to a dinner with D- professor lint uh and he tries to get professor lint drunk and talk to him and essentially says well meet me tomorrow we'll go to coffee Yeah.
1: well lint's like lint's like i don't talk when i'm drinking i'm no i know yeah. better than that but he like they create he creates a time to go get their uh faces shaved right and that something so, yeah well that's something his excuse like that, yeah right?
0: he's he's rubbing the baldest part of his face. <laughs> yeah. Saying,
1: i need the shave
0: i must get shaved i'm like you don't need a shave but apparently he did at newman and him meet up and then they just spend about 20 minutes and this is where the movie really just kind of Oh, takes a nosedive.
1: I kind of liked that. Was my second scene that I like was the the in the like classroom yeah. scene. I kind of I like
0: that. the scene, I do, but at the same time it's like the the beginning of the end. Yeah, of the yeah, good stuff.
1: You're absolutely right. This is the last. This is where it kind of yeah. This is where you're kind of like okay now uh, the movie's yeah essentially part one is done. You're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, and Paul Newman draws a bunch of formulas and so does Professor Lint. and they go back and forth yelling at each other until Professor Lint puts the the solution that they've all been looking for, the formula that he wants to take back to the states on the board. And Paul Newman doesn't hide anything here. He just stares like...
1: But again, that's kind of like his character, right? Yeah. Because he even talks to the actual agent that he met at the farm where he's like, this is, I'm here because... I have the eyes for what needs to be seen. Like, yeah. You would have no idea. And I get that because like the farmer guy is definitely an agent, and, like an actual spot. And he's
0: got just the epic mustache. Oh, what they a stache. Yes.
1: But, I like, wish Tom I could Newman grow does.
0: facial hair like that. I, oh. Just a big, thick, bushy mustache. I would. Oh.
1: It is very, yeah. It's definitely. And the like the the, the deep voice, like he's been smoking oh. since he was we We're I talking know.
0: about Sam. What's his name? The guy from uh, Tombstone. Sam Elliott. Thank Isn't you. Oh, yeah. if yeah. I could be Sam Elliott just for a moment.
1: Yeah. But like anyway. Paul Newman, yeah, like you said, Paul Newman just goes, Oh, that's it and just he is no longer even pretending like he's defected. Right? He's just trying to memorize everything he's seeing on the board. And as that's happening, the intercoms are coming over, the speakers of the school being like, Hey, we're looking for Michael and Sarah. <laughs> yeah, where is he? Right? And then Michael like, Sarah. Michael and Sarah. Oh, like, okay. I, yeah. And then not like a Michael, minute Sarah. later they're like, Hey, Michael and Sarah are traitors. Catch them if you can find them. <laughs> yeah. And at that point the professor's like, Oh damn, I've just given you what you've looked for, and you've done you've given me nothing in return.
0: Yeah. And it's great. And then they go on the run. And then and then the And this is where it's I, weird. I mean, it's convoluted. This whole second it, half of this movie is not good. Um, it's not bad.
1: You know, I thought them getting onto the get to the bus was fine. I thought them on the fake bus was fine. I let's talk about
0: the fake bus because there's this lady oh, on this damn bus. But
1: the acting is great because you hate her, don't you? Just she's like, all the you worst. Do is, like kick her off, drop the bus? kick her
0: in the nose. She is yeah. the worst.
1: She is, but she's, she plays it so well. Yeah, that we both are like this. This person is the worst. she's the worst. Oh, but,
0: Let's before we forget the one of the the best things about Lint. Uh real quick, we'll jump back to the bus. But after he shows the formula and Newman goes, by God, amazing. And he's like, Of course it's amazing. The Russians think I'm crazy, but they don't know I'm Lint. Great line. (laughs) That's right. I just had to get that in there. He's awesome.
1: That's right. They do. I forgot they said that. It is The other part, too, though, I think, for the most part, by looking at the, um, like, the casting, all the German actors are actual German actors. Like, Lint's real name is Ludwig Dothan. You know what I mean? Like, they're all very, very German-esque names for all of these people.
0: I mean, Wolfgang Keiling. Yeah. I mean... Filmy. Yeah, Hans Jörg Felmy. Yeah, they're
1: all very German names. You're Gunther like, oh, Strack. Oh, Wolfgang. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all. So I I almost think their accents are probably a little over the top, but also maybe oh, not they're good, super, though. super over the top. No, but in a good way. It's like it's exactly yeah. what you want. Especially from the 60s, it's exactly what you want. Yeah. Right? Because the Germans are all Nazis, no matter what. Right? Yep. They're all bad guys. At that, at that Well, time,
0: Nazis are dead now. They're right, all right. they're all communists. Um. Well, dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Um. It's the Christmas season. Let's get over that. That's all right. Right. <laughs> now. Um.
1: So they get so, on the okay. bus, right? Our crazy lady
0: on the bus. Every time she gets a chance, you're endangering us. You're gonna get us caught. Damn it! And the whole time she's yelling, and I'm like, "You're the one that's gonna get people caught, you maniac."
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: It's it's uh I hate her.
1: I, I did too, but she's played so well, like that yeah.
0: You're supposed to hate her. And, yeah, and, so she does and, her job very well. For sure. Now the guy who's on this bus is Mr. Jacoby, and he's very kindly. I just trust him.
1: Yeah, oh right? Uh, of course.
0: So the scene Oh my gosh. It just goes on and on. Like oh, it felt like one
1: after the other, right?
0: He yeah. made this movie, Hitch did, and he's like, dang, this movie's only fifty minutes.
1: Yeah, they need what a do we crazy do? Escape plan.
0: <laughs> what do we do? All all my other movies recently have been two hours, that's and exactly this is what he does. What and they ride a bus for like forty minutes. That and that's not some... even
1: the problem that I had. I, the bus stuff I would have been fine with. Yeah, it's like once they get off the bus, once they're in the the next city, they have to find the post office to get to. Well, and the they next meet
0: one. this crazy lady.
1: Oh, and as they're doing that, yes, they meet the, the Countess lady, right?
0: Yeah, the Countess, and she's got 300 pounds of makeup. Um, you know, think Dolores Umbridge from Harry uh, Potter. Yeah, that's Harry so Potter. perfect.
1: That is absolutely what she is.
0: And she's like, I want to get to America. You would be my sponsor. And they agree to it, and they exchange addresses. Essentially, she's like, if you want to find the post office, you would take me to America. I don't know what that accent is. Um, it is probably offensive, but it's and I terrible apologize.
1: Because like they're just they sitting there having well, coffee. Well, they see her on the street, then she's like, "Let's go have coffee," and then they have this out whole thing at the coffee place where they're talking about all of this stuff, and you're just like, <sighs> "This is doing it's doing nothing," and this, it doesn't they just it stop has progressing.
0: Nothing to do with the story.
1: Yeah, uh, it
0: uh, it's pure filler, and I just that's what I believe that. This is just a, a movie where he's like, Oh no, it's 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, so they go and then they go to the post office, and this is classic Hitch trying to be suspenseful. Uh, yeah. we talked about the scene in the farm, which is actually suspenseful, and then you get this scene, which once you hear Hitchcock talk about suspense. And the bomb under the table. I know I'm not gonna play it again, but it's like you give people information and then you have then you just drag things out and that creates suspense, which is basically what happens here. You know the police are coming, and the whole time they're fine what was it, Dennis? Daryl? Yeah, Who they're
1: are trying they looking to find for? the next guy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll call right. him
0: Dennis. We need Dennis, and then the guy. Oh, okay, I'll go get Dennis. And they go in the back, and someone else comes back, and she's like, "Are you Dennis?" No, I'll go get Dennis. And they, they, everyone's looking for Dennis, and it takes forever.
1: And, and it's then, just, and then when they get to Dennis, all he does is give them a piece of paper with the next place to go to. Yeah, it's
0: a scavenger hunt. Oh my gosh! And then they go to the next place, which I can't even. Remember. Oh, that was this? A, are they they're not at the play yet. What? Are that, they but that's where on? they go to,
1: right after this after after he gives him the piece of paper the the cops come there's a kerfuffle at the post office and the um the countess kind of like shoves the the cops
0: yeah she trips that is great though i'll yeah. give her that they're after her sponsors and she grabs the cop and just shoves him down the stairs it's awesome
1: and then uh, that's the end you see of her. That's like it. She's yeah. Gone. You know, she cries because she's like, "Oh, my sponsors my are leaving me." Sponsors. And then they're I done. Never that. referenced again. Never mentioned. Yeah. She's good.
0: They're not in a box later, I, and we'll get to that. Um. Yeah.
1: So then they get to the the play or the musical, the opera, whatever.
0: Well, they meet up with Mustache and some other guy, and they're but looking in after, a window. That's after, right? Is that no? After no, these? no. You're right. No,
1: no. You're right. yeah. Because right, they right.
0: tell him go go to the this play and when the play is gone you're going to get on a boat now this is a east german boat so you cannot give yourself up on this boat you are not safe yeah until you're on on, the boat.
1: At, on sweden's land cuz that's where they're right. going to they're going they're going
0: to sweden, sweden from east germany and so they watch this ballet and this is one of the scenes that feels to me that top secret pulled from but they're watching this ballet and the ballet goes on and on and, and then the cops the, start showing up
1: this is the other scene i liked though okay Right, because, Take me through it. Well, so they're watching the, the opera, and the lady who's singing and dancing in the middle of the stage notices Michael. Oh, she's crazy. Newham, right? And so, we had seen her earlier in the film, remember, because she's on the the plane She's on him, the
0: plane, and she right? gets off first, thinking that all this press is here. You ever seen Naked Gun?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. know,
0: when Leslie Nielsen gets off the plane, and he gets down, and he starts making a speech... Because he thinks all the press is there for them, but it's yeah. really that weird owl's on the plane. <laughs> that's right. That's basically what this is. <laughs> so she, she, it's she's like waving at her beloved people, and nobody pays attention to her. Nobody, because so they're then, here for yeah, Paul Newman. Saying. So she recognizes Paul Newman in the crowd,
1: and so when she goes off stage, she tells the guy, "Hey, those people that everyone's look are looking for are here," and then that's when the cops start to kind of slowly blockade all of the exits uh, you get to
0: see every doorway get blocked
1: but see but the music is like becoming more intense in this scene and like you can yeah. see the panic kind of set in on paul newman and sarah's face and then the the one the main bad guy that always has the cigar in his hand like is there and she's like, always yeah. oh, there and then like they're walking and i i like how the music plays as it's getting more intense and then you're like oh wow all of the exits are literally closed what are they going to do and i i liked that scene but then like <laughs> then they, it, it, he screws it up because what does paul newman do he yeah. stands up and yells fire A fire in like the theater. oh okay and everyone loses their oh, absolute minds
0: yeah it's bananas like
1: nobody turns and
0: says Bitch, there's no smoke
1: or anything yeah, anything everyone just panics and then the scene—I'm lost in the scene. But before that, well, I was there's like, people
0: getting good. so the whole thing is Julie Andrews and Paul Newman are separated, and somehow they get pushed back together. And I'm not going to reiterate; it's just a yeah. big mess. And then, so the big plan to get them <laughs> out of East Germany is to put them in these wicker baskets.
1: Yeah, with the where, other, with all the tutus.
0: Yeah. So apparently, this ballet troupe who we have the second most annoying person in the world on this crazy ballerina they are going to hide in their luggage essentially on a boat trip from east berlin to sweden i don't know how long that is granted it's either. not huge but it's several hours many many hours cuz it's okay it's nighttime when they get in the box and it's daytime daytime when they get out so it's probably eight to ten hours. And this yeah, is not a big right. box. <laughs> like, it's just a night. That's like it says I'm not claustrophobic.
1: Hours. It says it's thirteen hours away. I don't know if that's by car. So it's but so by boat, it's probably a little bit more. It's, it's probably a day. It's probably a day's trip.
0: Yeah. So we get to the the near final scene here, and the 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 guy who helped Pack them in boxes. Is on the. I don't even want to recount the scene. It's yeah, so he's, stupid. he's loading
1: him up to like get off the boat, and he whispers, "Good luck, my friend." He doesn't
0: <laughs> whisper it. He goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: he "Yeah." He just kind of like Good yell luck it. Luck He like cups his hands and just screams, compatriots, Yeah, American he's like, spies! Yeah!"
0: And the the absolute crazy ballerina is still on this boat, and she's still somehow in this movie.
1: I was wearing the same terrible outfit she was wearing. Previously.
0: And she calls for the security team who grabs a Tommy gun. Oh, and we forgot about the time that they had a Tommy gun and they just started <laughs> opening fire in public.
1: Oh, that's, but, but then they even reference later that no one got hurt from it. Oh, good. Remember? Cause they're like, just yeah, the minor a minor flesh person. wound. You're like, Oh, yeah. okay.
0: Now that's good. Cause he used about a hundred bullets from his Tommy gun. And so they got the same guy with the same Tommy gun and he just pumps lead into these two boxes. Well, this is a distraction because uh, apparently the, our guide noticed that this crazy ballerina was watching. Was and doing they it, swim she to shore. did it before.
1: She did it last time. They tried to sneak people over.
0: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. You know, and So, so they jump in the
1: water. They swim to shore. And <sighs> now they're in Sweden.
0: Now they're in Sweden. And they're... okay,
1: Wrapped around in a towel close to the fire. And then they... Or, like, making out or something under the shirt. Yeah, the guy
0: really... wants to take a portrait and they just get under the covers anyway yeah. and you hear giggles.
1: Ha <laughs> <Yeah>. ha, <laughs> ah, Paul Newman. We did it. We saved the world.
0: We did it. Yeah. Of course, uh, we've never seen an anti missile missile, which is what they call it in the movie. Right. So, I mean, it's fine. The yeah, first half's fine. excellent, though. Yeah,
1: I thought so too. I, I thought it had some real potential.
0: Yeah, and after that murder scene of Gormack, the Paul Newman's face—he doesn't have any lines. He's just walking, and you can see the pain on his face that he had to kill someone. Yeah, and then they put him in the back of a cab, and he just has that lost in thought face, and it—he's it, excellent.
1: Yeah, because he's a great actor. Are you right? I mean, yeah. this is—he, he, he definitely—he, I think is um, definitely carries this movie. Because right. like I said earlier, Julie Andrews is just given nothing to work with. She doesn't really get much like development other than like she's like the fiance. She's mm-hmm. the assistant, but she's never like shown to be like smart or do anything. Right. you know, you, for all we know, like they're engaged because she was the assistant. She's always around. And that's how like he ended up getting with her. You, you have no idea. Right. You know, there's no Paul Newman is the only character that goes through any development in this movie. I don't yeah, think anybody, they should I don't just do a movie with him and
0: Gormek, and just make <laughs> that movie. So, I need a Gormek prequel. You hear me, Alfred?
1: Oh, you know he did some dirty stuff.
0: Ew, not you that, that th- kind of prequel. I'm not asking coat. for a porn parody. Oh my
1: gosh, you of course took it. Too the Gormek porn parody. Oh my, God. I, know, I mean, I mean it's just he doesn't even have to anyway. change his name. It's probably <laughs> still his porn name. <laughs> Gormek.
0: Oh well. Um. So next I'm going to watch Topaz And I'm not going to watch it alone I'm going to watch it with Elliot again
1: yeah. How do you feel about this? You can't get rid of me man I'm kind of Like I said I I've been able to find stuff I've enjoyed In almost all of the movies that I've watched Of Hitchcock so far
0: so, so this one actually deals more directly with the Cuban Missile Crisis. So, again, do your homework. Go learn about the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, as this I- this movie says, a French intelligence agent becomes embroiled in the Cold War politics, first with uncovering the events leading up to the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, and then back to France to break up an international Russian spy ring. Uh, I'm not looking forward to this one. Um, Sounds most- like a lot of travel. Like, uh, of of the five final movies, this was the one I was looking forward to the least because I don't know anybody in it. Like, Marnie had um, Sean Connery. This had Paul Newman and Julie Andrews. And Topaz has, has no one of note that I know.
1: On the Wikipedia page, it just says Frederick Stafford is the guy who stars in it. So
0: Yeah, Frederick Stafford, Danny Robin, John Vernon. Like, none of these or even just people I've seen in other hitch, like somewhere like in the middle of this podcast series, uh, you would get a lot of repeat faces. You'd get a Leo G. Carroll. You'd get uh, a Ingrid Bergman. You'd get Grace Kelly. You'd get names and faces that you grew to enjoy seeing their work. But now we're just got this. And hopefully it's one of those movies where I'm not looking forward to it. And then it's just fantastic.
1: Man, I can't wait to come back. That was
0: uh the Waltzes from Vienna. I'm like, this is a movie about the Strauss father, Strauss, the older and younger. I don't want to watch this crap. And then I really liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah, so so hopefully you. that happens here. But then uh, then we get the frenzy, which is about a serial killer, which I'm, you know, looking forward really to. Funny. That at least sounds fun. Anyway, Elliot, do you want to hawk your merchandise? Yeah,
1: of course. Sure. Uh, Tessa and Elliot argue. So you can listen to me and my wife, Tessa, argue about weird news we finally found from the week. Uh, The Gaming Nexus show, which is kind of like a. uh, We're changing it up. So now it's been out for a couple of By the time this
0: comes out, yeah. It's been a couple of
1: episodes (laughs) of our our new style. It's kind of like a 60 minutes kind of news magazine style podcast. So it's different segments that combine based on a a theme. So like our first theme was loyalty. So we talked about like. I talked about brand loyalty, um, you know, making friends through like Xbox Live instead of like traditionally. Um, stuff like that. So we kind of take a theme and bring you different stuff about it. So it's a little bit of a different video game related thing. So, Absolutely.
0: Well, uh, you can also find him at Elliot underscore argues on Twitter. Um, if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter, it's at podcast by Jeff. You can check out my other podcasts, Budget Arcade, where I go through free to play games with Scott and Mark. And it's only slightly less painful than watching old ass Hitchcock movies. Uh, actually it's more painful, depending on the game. Also, uh the movie Draft House, me and Mark uh go through movies that we draft from a specific theme. We have a lot of fun. Uh I, we just recorded the episode on uh Drive Angry. I just oh, okay. finished editing it today, and boy, it's good. So uh if you're looking for a recommendation, go find that in the catalog. It's a, it's a fun one. Uh and anyway, Elliot, I'll see you next week. I'll be for here. Topaz. Oof.